0: Welcome to Ugly Buddies. My name is Steven. My name is George. And today we have a guest again all the way back from episode one and we yanked her back in time to the future to episode twelve, Lauren Salazar. How are you doing?
1: Hi, good. How are you?
0: We're doing good. And we're good. Here, we're here to discuss season one, episode twelve, Sophia's choice. And it was so what do you think about the episode, Lauren?
1: Oh, my gosh! Um, I absolutely love this episode. I think uh, it's one of the best episodes in season one um mm-hmm. because i I love kind of the theme of this episode um, with you know treating people as humans, you know, like giving people basic respect and dignity. and I, I just think that that's the way that they handled that in this episode was just so good. it was, It was brilliant. And of course, you know,
2: I love Salma Hayek, so I, I think this is the last time that we see her, and she's just brilliant. George? Oh, I love this um, episode. Let's see. I love the pun, of course, of Sophie's Choice, Sophia's Choice.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> As to, I still need to see that movie. Oh, it's,
2: oh, it's one of Meryl's best. A classic. <laughs> um, Don't she won the Oscar. Don't I mean, it, judge is, me. it is one of her best.
0: I'm going to judge is. from... I'm getting (laughs) from all the way from Texas to California, and I don't need that.
2: Yep. I can't quite say coast to coast because our guest is not in New York. Mm. But anyways, um, going back to the episode, um, I love how immediately it hooks you in with the 24 hours earlier.
0: Yeah, I love how the episode does. Like, I love how when sitcoms and not sitcoms, well, you know. Any show, TV, Any shows
1: does, like basically TV shows. I love when TV shows do that too, when they do the like 24 it, hours ago, and then like 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 24 hours in the present, and like do cutbacks. I think it's so good.
0: I think it's always a great framing device in TV shows. They the show like like you said, what happened in the future, and we're gonna see what how we're gonna get there. And like I love like I
1: it, works, it works for TV. That's the other thing. Like you know, I don't really think. That it works so well in film but on TV shows it works great in this episode they did it
2: so well well I can imagine it's because with TV you have a shorter time frame to, to, to do a beginning a middle and an end I'm sure you can do mm-hmm. it with a movie but it's just with an elongated time it's going to be a little more challenging whereas with a yeah. TV show episode you only have an hour you really only have 42 minutes with commercials so exactly someone should write
0: that movie I'll write that movie
2: i mean memento is also done that's
0: what i was thinking memento has
2: has also done things like out of sequence but you really have to like focus and remember everything yeah
1: you have to those kinds of movies you just have to like really pay attention because i mean memento is a great movie and that is a movie that does it well but at the same time it is like it can be very confusing yes you
2: have to like really pay attention when you're watching it yeah
0: so Mm -hmm. let's start on the episode
1: after, uh, after it has the little, like, in, in the present moment with Betty running in, it cuts to Selma Hayek in bed.
0: Yes, um, with which Daniel. Which
1: just so good. Um, the, I really appreciate the luxury of that moment mm-hmm. with uh, her getting breakfast in bed. I'm just like, oh, yes, this is exactly what she deserves and she knows it. I
0: think she gets breakfast in bed all the time.
1: Exactly.
2: And uh, then, um, the and then now, but then she puts a clock on it because she puts on her clothes and she's trying to hurry up out the door and Daniel just wants to stay in bed.
0: Right? Yeah, she he wants to savor her in this relationship and, you know. Well,
1: yeah, it's more like she, like, he she's pressuring him about the ring because she's getting yeah. the party in bed and she's like, no ring, <laughs> which is, like, so funny because he's like, oh, you know, I just think we should take it slow. And obviously Sophia disagrees with you
2: but now comes the clock, the
1: pressure. That's also the first time that we see that kind of mask from uh, Sophia fall. Yeah. Uh, you know, because she's been a great, great actress up to this point, but it's like you see the mask kind of fall away from whenever she tells her no, and just so, such good acting from some um, high Yeah,
0: Yeah, she, she's one of the greats. That's why she has an Oscar nomination to her name. Yeah. I still need to see Frida. And the next scene is with is a is Betty next, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Betty at MYW.
0: Yeah, she's getting set up and like we see the the best assistant in the world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't even know it was Becky Newton herself until you pointed it out to me because she did such a good job playing the complete opposite of who she is at mode. Wait, you didn't know that was Becky No, in? I did not know that when I was watching it. It was so brilliant. She did a great job
1: playing it's, the It's okay. I didn't know that it was her either.
0: Like, to be like they did really well. The glasses, the braces, and, like that brown hair, because, you know... Uh, Amanda slash Becky, she has blonde hair. It was like, and she was wearing like Betty clothes, it was like you know. She was a white Betty. Yeah. <laughs>
1: was the alternate, the alternate version of Betty, <laughs> the white Betty. We
0: don't, we don't need that TV show. We got that. TV
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but but but, the, but uh, like immediately though, you could tell off the bat, NYW is so different from Mode because like the people were actually and they seem normal well yeah because betty
2: <laughs> betty makes a joke about well it's it's refreshing to be about brown girls who eat and they all
0: laugh and they have that yeah. nice yummy then that nice bread and i love how like creepily creepy um um doppelganger amanda is when she's staring at betty when they sitting city across Ruthie. From each other.
1: That's that's her name. Ruthie.
0: Ruthie. <laughs> 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 and it, that like that doppelganger of of Amanda reminds me of the doppelgangers from How I Met Your Mother. Like there's <laughs> a doppelganger for each of the core five members. Oh
1: my god.
0: And what what's na- the next scene is with Wilhelmina and Ted Lebeau, right?
1: Oh. um i wrote down the next scene was between ignacio and with um octave the scene with
2: Octavius oh is so yeah brilliant so good
0: yes it's like right it's so like a cu- right before she a couple years right before she got um the help it's like
2: quite a few years because that was 2007 so Ugh. 8 9 10 11 that was four years before four years like, yeah, you know, she, she which was is crazy like, oh, to think about. Well, I mean, we all have to start somewhere. It's I mean it's not like you just get to where you are overnight. You got to build to that. And Octavia Spencer is a great example of an actress who built to that.
0: Yeah,
1: and I was, oh, of course, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I still knew, and, I still um, remember from Never Been uh, Kissed in 1999. She was really, really- Oh, yeah, yeah, and she did really, really well um, in this episode. Um, I mean, because uh, one of the things I wrote down about this homework was just like, oh, my God, you know, it's still so relevant today with, like, um, immigrants basically, you know, getting treated as subhuman, uh, you know, because, you know, she's like, you know, like, well, you are a criminal and da 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 you know, because Ignacio is trying to explain You know, He's like, I have children, and I had a wife, and I have, like, a whole life here. And she's like, yeah, but you're a criminal. And, like, you know, basically, like, no empathy.
2: And it's, uh, which it's kind was, of like a full circle so, moment. Which is really still so
1: relevant today, you know, in 2020. with and, You know, like I said, immigrants, a, whether whether illegal or not, you know, just basically being treated as subhuman, you know. And it's just, like, it's very unfortunate because, you know, there's still people at the end of the day. And they deserve dignity. And, you know, like it's said, basic human decency
2: and I was going to point out that it's it's interesting. I was, uh, the point I was trying to make earlier was um, this show started during George Bush's second term. So this was we were in we were in another Republican administration when this show started and then Obama got elected. And then
1: yeah. that, that was talked
2: about in the show, obviously. But it's just it, it's it's interesting how now we're in the middle of another Republican administration
0: With who is treating them. People who are trying to like make a a living here, coming from the the from South America and you know other countries and treating them like garbage and illegal immigrants and right. you and you don't know how many constances out there in real life. So and like how they're they're getting treated horrible on the border. Not to get all political, but you know right. this is the true tea. They're getting treated horribly
2: and so we have- you see how from 20, 20, 2007 to twenty twenty. Sadly, not a lot has changed yes. in our society. Well, things have <laughs> changed, but it, it has
0: regressed. Really, it's like unfortunately, like you yes. know, we're kind of living in a 2017 with
2: with better phones. Well, because we have um, <laughs> so well, because phones. we have um, we have the battle of the ideologies now, which is you know, 50s America versus modern contemporary America, where all immigrants are welcome, and immigration is a good thing for this country as long as you do it right and do it, you know. But if you but sadly, you know, then you have the other side that are like punish those who, you know, come here illegally and separate them from their parents. And, and it's yet, just, you know, it's 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 like we have like the battle for America right now between and, one perspective and the other perspective. Like, absolutely. The,
1: Which, by the way, everyone who listens to this should register to vote.
2: Yeah, Everyone should register to vote. vote.
0: And the thing that is funny, like. They want to like torture people who want to get in, but those are the same people who who's coming in to help boost the economy and right. help everything get better. So Absolutely. you want to exactly. harm people who's going to help us get better as a country. So, okay, that's a choice, <laughs> America yes, make sense.
1: Yeah. But uh, but uh, but going back though to um, to her performance though she's brilliant in this episode and I because uh, she's so funny and one of the things I remember thinking like, like more so in the in the upcoming scene, she's so funny and one of the things I remember thinking is like it's so interesting to see her be so funny and we know Octavia Spencer as having done these like really great dramatic roles like that helps. And fish, um, the
2: shape of water, sorry, she, the fish uh, of, water, of water, the shape of
1: water, <laughs> to say fish the fish, man fish, movie. Movie. <laughs> the fish man movie, and um, this is, is why that, I'm a
0: so cinephile. She a... <laughs> She's
1: done so many great, like, more dramatic and roles. hidden figures. And she need to write her a comedic film in 2020.
0: Yeah, was well, um I don't know if I, I'm self-made. I don't. I'm not sure if that's funny or not. Well, I know.
2: What's, it, but what's brilliant about Octavia Spencer is that even in the dramatic role, she still finds the comedic moments. I think she She's, was especially in the help, like like when she was like, um, oh, for do I have sure. to? That what time, do I have to come up with the questions be. too? <laughs>
0: And I think she was she was pretty fun. She was funny in The Shape of Water. Yeah, she always I, finds
2: a, all the best actresses find a way to bring their performances not just to be a one note dramatic, but to find different layers and different um, comedic elements. That's what I think. Viola
0: Davis needs a really a huge. Well, she did that comedy show with Allison Janney. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it though. I want to see it, but I want to see her do a comedy movie.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, too. I want Octavia Spencer to get
2: a comedic movie. Viola Davis, yes. Give her a comedic movie. Just give them more movies. Yeah. Michelle Williams get a comedy movie. I'll pay big (laughs) money for that. Oh,
1: my God, please. Well, she did do a movie
2: with Kirsten Dunst in 1999 called Dick, which was about her and Kirsten Dunst finding Nixon's tapes and exposing them.
0: Well, I'm I'm talking about post-2020 America comedy. Right. I'm sorry.
1: I need. Give us new comedies.
0: I want. I know they just remade um for Black people um um First Wives Club, but you know you know Michelle Williams First Wives Club, Viola Davis First Wives Club. Okay, sorry, I'm casting things right
1: now. (laughs) All right, (laughs) let's let's get on. on. Uh, that's, um,
0: again, with, uh, that's when Sophia tells
1: Betty about the, that she wants to write about mode. Yeah, like... So they're having that, they're having that group meeting, um... Where everybody's and, like, all relaxed a, in their chairs so and their, yeah, bags, their
2: bags, and <laughs> it's such a relaxed <laughs> environment, she's like, oh, I want you to write it, I want you to write a paper about your experience at Mode.
0: You are our fish. <laughs> oh My God,
1: that is so funny. Not a neighbor, <laughs> um, but, sorry. Article. And like, this, this is another moment where you kind of see how like uh, manipulative Sophia is, because again, you see that that kind of the breaking of of the mask, and well, you, uh, you know um, she's full on sobbing, and then that brilliant camera cutaway, and then she's like wiping the tears, reapplying the makeup, and it's like is like so brilliant. Love Sophia.
2: You see what a, you see what a brilliant chess player Sophia really is.
1: Yeah.
2: She's very much like Wilhelmina in that sense. She's an excellent chess player.
0: And now speaking of Wilhelmina, where right, we go to Wilhelmina and, um, um, his, her Texan friend, and they get
2: all cuddly, cuddly, and they you know, it's. You see a completely different side to Wilhelmina in this episode.
0: Yes.
1: Yes.
0: And I and I love her Texan outfit. It, like, reminds me of home. <laughs> it reminds me of and,
1: the... And that, I, I love that moment, yeah, when she walks in with the jeans and everyone's basically acting like hell has frozen over because <laughs> Wilhelmina's being nice.
2: <laughs> and then Mark's reaction when he opens up the gift to Wilhelmina. Ah! <laughs> And it's
1: that an armadillo. It's <laughs> so awful. Reminds me of those weird stores you see here at the mall in Texas and they just have animals. And you're like, "Why?" Don't, "Why are you looking at me?" I'm
0: i Texan. I don't I
2: don't
0: I don't what's
2: called. <laughs> I don't I mean, I'm not from Texas, but my mama went to UT Austin, so I did grow up with Longhorns memorabilia in my house. Oh, there you go.
1: Longhorns,
2: <laughs> oh, Yes. So I didn't grow up with armadillos in my house, but I did grow up with a lot of longhorns stuff in my house.
0: The longhorns may be good, but you know who's better?
2: The bearcats. Oh, my God. No, we're
1: not going to talk about that here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming
2: that's your college's uh, um, team there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Anyways, continuing on.
1: Yes, it is actually a very sweet moment, though, and I love this change of pace, both for Wilhelmina, but also for Vanessa Williams, you know, because she spends a lot of the show being a really great villain, but this episode in particular is one of my favorites for Wilhelmina because you get to see that other side of her.
2: Well, there's three people who who can really break Wilhelmina down and make her human a man she's interested in, Mm -hmm. or her daughter, or Mm -hmm. her father. Those are the three people that can really humanize Wilhelmina.
0: And you see, especially when it comes to men and her daughter throughout the whole series, because, you know, her dad shows up, in I think, in the second season as well. Yeah, only the second season and this season, so...
1: That's, and you, you you can really tell that she is really affected because in that next scene um, with our mystery uh, woman, our mystery villain, yes. you know, she's having this full-on Game of Thrones moment where she's like, I will destroy you. Blah, 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 blah. And Mulan is just like, eh, okay.
2: Let the cars fall w- where they may. When you're in love, all bets are off.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. That's why I always care about my career over
2: any relationship.
1: I'll you check in with you now. later
2: on to make sure you're really Yeah you like, you say to. That. That now, but... You say that now, but when you're in love. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't care. I'll will kick that person to the curb. To quote Deborah Cox, love can make you do some crazy things. <laughs> I I
0: promise you both I won't do anything crazy because I have a clear conscience when it comes to my career. Nobody's gonna distract me. I'm gonna bop 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 to the top.
1: <laughs> Speaking of distractions <laughs> <laughs> I I love this, um, I love the transition to this uh, from this next scene where um, they're telling um, it's basically Betty is telling I think it's uh she's telling Daniel, you know, like uh get in her good graces, do something nicer, her, make her smile and it cuts to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good transition and I just want to say bravo to whoever wrote that transition because that was real.
2: oh god the scenes at the strip club were hysterical in this episode
0: yeah like those were like basic stripper moves
2: and then not then I that just, I know in it and, then I just, like, that? and I love that Christina was just salivating when she was there just,
1: yes betty all was all about the strippers
2: because betty saw it betty saw Sophia with hunter and who we thought was hunter mm-hmm.
1: right
2: he's hunter nine <laughs>
1: yeah i was gonna say he is a i mean his name is hunter but definitely not as a uh, famous or uh, any of those things that Sophia made us be the stripper yep.
2: she he was a prop a, a very prostitute, prostitute. <laughs> oh
1: no oh he, dear he's it's a, pro- a
2: prostitute well we don't have any official confirmed sex work from the character but you know but
1: you know did
2: definitely get paid to pretend to be somebody by sophia you he got paid
1: <laughs> unless there's a
2: scene where he reveals yes i do take sex for money he
0: actually kind of did say that
2: when
1: that's true he does have a line where it's like yeah i'm bisexual you buy and i'm sexual okay great one-liner thank you thank you
2: but we don't know how far the sex goes in all fairness
0: so no no he said men
2: women i remember the episode i just watched it We're not here to shame sex workers. Sex, yeah,
1: we're not here to shame sex workers. Exactly,
2: we're not shaming sex workers in
1: 2020. Do you? Yes. yes,
0: sex work is a a good profitable business, and I support them. And you, we, you yes. guys, need your freedom and your rights. We're pro-sex work on this But I will podcasts. say,
1: though, I would, I would definitely be Betty in this episode if I ever went to a strip club. That was very <laughs> relatable for me. <laughs> You've never been
0: to
2: a strip
1: club? No, I've never been. And I feel like I would have the same reaction as she
2: I've did. never <laughs> been to one. I've never actually been to one either. Neither a hetero or a gay. I've never been to either one. I just, I just love the contrast, how Betty's trying to investigate and get to the bottom of this after Christina's encouragement. But then the minute Christina gets dragged... To the to the to the strip club. She's like she gets easily distracted.
0: And then Betty just has to do her mission by herself at the strip club.
1: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> huh. Also, I'm misquoted. Um, that scene, that I was talking about, where they're talking about getting her good graces, make her smile. That was Ignacio and um, uh, the. I'm sorry, I forget. Character, I just forgotten the character's name The other daughter. Um,
0: Hilda? Hilda, no, yes. yeah.
1: That was what Hilda was saying to Ignacio, you know, she's like, do something nice for Octavia Spencer's character. And then says This is your club. Yeah. But yeah, I love that moment. That's a good, like, shocker moment. And then it goes, like, from one thing to the next, where cause then that's when, like, you know, poor Wilhelmina, you know, she, uh, gets you know. Her unfortunately done, Which is yeah, she gets heartbroken, which is Broken that scene is so heartbreaking to me. And they always
2: play the same music and I love the music they always play for Wilhelmina whenever she gets vulnerable.
0: It's like their vulnerable loves um love music. The score is really brilliant for this for the first season.
1: Yeah. Well
0: they use the music for the whole series. Yeah, yeah, they use it for the whole series. It is
2: always good. That was a very good and it just fits perfectly with each character whenever they do the specific music. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the specific themes that they have for each character. I love that moment though, because it was so heartbreaking because um I mean, I again, shout out shout out to Vanessa Williams because her acting in this moment was so good. Well, I mean
2: this episode that, like,
1: broke up, this episode really.
2: This episode really <laughs> points out we're like the view here. Hot topics, hot topics. We're just gonna keep talking over each other. We're just like the view, but hot anyway. topics. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, because one of the one of the topics that this episode really does tackle is can you have it all? Mm-hmm. Can you have the amazing career? Can you have the love of your life? Can you really have it all? And that's really what this discusses or is there always going to be an angle or are you going to have to sacrifice something or are you going to yes. have to? so i really that's like that true. this episode really talk about, talks that's about it one. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. that is that's another big theme in this episode and it's good. um what i was trying to say though was that um i love this moment like vanessa williams acting is so brilliant in this moment um, so that's why I said shout it to her because like that moment where she was like, he was like, I don't know how to tell you this. And she was like, I think you just did. Just that one line, just one line. It was so simple, but like it drove me. I was like, oh my God, that's I feel p- so bad for her.
0: That's the power of Sylvia Horta's, Horta's writing. He's such a good writer. Like, yes. Every single time he writes the episode, you know, it's going to be like a solid episode. Compa- like it's kinda like um if you want to compare like Josh Wheat for Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. um besides like his actions he does on Firefly. Josh, like, but like but like when he writes an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know that's one of gonna be the one of the best episodes of the season.
2: Well because it's a pivotal turning point for the story in the first season. And we, we transition from one story to another.
1: Mm-hmm. We
2: have two big stories that have been brewing and developing. Yeah, he, and now they're both coming to their big climax, basically. Yeah, and yeah. You, you have Sophia's arc coming to a climax. And then you have the mys- mystery that's about to. So mm.
0: Yes. That was an interesting choice
1: of words, climax.
2: Well... All great oh writing, God. all great, all great writing has a great orgasmic finish.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is great oh my writing. God. That is great but, uh, writing it's... when it has that kind of crescendo.
1: <laughs> well, you guys oh, are. No. This is
2: why I'm but
1: the most. But anyway, <laughs> it was a really great moment for Vanessa Williams. Um, and then like, uh, you know, she's really vulnerable in that scene, but then like immediately the next scene, you just see her return to being the ice queen. That yep,
2: the Wilhelmina everybody knows and loves and fears. <laughs> right. And when she's like, "Didn't I fire you?" did
1: it? Oh, I? love her. <laughs> that was so funny. That's what
2: I would do. Is it? Didn't I fire you? <laughs> right back to Wilhelmina. You're fired.
1: Welcome to our our tragic end of this episode. Oh. Um, Doing that whole thing with, with uh, Betty
2: pieces it all together. She sees the, she sees the articles. She sees yeah. what, what the whole purpose of Daniel being in Sophia's life was. You see mm-hmm. the montage of all the tricks that, that, um, that Sophia was playing on Daniel, all the, all the stuff to lure him in and make him fall in love with her. It, it all pieces together. The minute Betty sees that issue. Hmm.
1: Yes, when she reads the article, and then it's basically just like, you know, a race against time to try to get to Daniel, and unfortunately we see she doesn't make it.
2: And then you just see his heart break right there on national television.
0: Like that was that was so horrible. Like I would I would never do that. I, like it know. was a
2: brilliant montage to show everybody from Betty's life watching the TV at the same time. Whether they were in Queens or Mode, you saw everybody tuning in to watch Daniel's heart rip in an half. Well, and
1: Daniel's parents, Daniel's oh. parents and it, it was so sad, you know, yeah. uh, but I remember watching that episode on TV and I remember I had the same reaction. Like, and because, my dogs, me
2: too, I was shocked. I was really, really shocked when I saw it for the first time when it was airing in real time.
1: Mm-hmm. But then
2: watching, revisiting it now, I was like, God, Selma Hayek does such a good job with her acting skills in that character because she justifies what she did. And she's like, yeah, you can call me a bitch. And it's like, okay, you might not agree with what she did, but you understand why she did it.
0: And you know, the country, like, you know, like the reaction that we all had when we watched it for the first time is the same reaction everyone got during the debate.
2: Um, yeah, <laughs> was like, no, it was, was like, like, it was painful on, to watch. I was going to
1: say, my reaction to the debate was more like, these two fucking dudes. Ugh.
2: Oh. I, I my heart really did. I mean, look, I will say this. I was proud of Biden during the debate because those few moments that he took to look directly into the camera at the American people, I saw what an empathetic human being he is, and we desperately need that back in the White House. Yes. So, Oh,
0: for I will, sure. I will for always sure.
2: I might not He look, he wasn't my first, second or third choice in this cycle, but Right. He, he's our guy. I'm going with him because it, I wrote at the end of the night on my Facebook and Instagram, yada yada yada. At this point, I just want a functioning adult to serve as president. <laughs> yeah, that's the
1: important thing. And
2: the, the, the current guy who's in the position is not a functioning adult, and the other person who run who is running is. I'll take the latter. So. But I'm
0: so excited for that vice presidential debate. Kamala is going to be like, okay. I'll duck if you buck. Let's go. Let's go. I am.
2: I am. Kamala. Kamala is an excellent showman, and that's what you need for a politician. You need somebody who's an excellent showman. So, um, I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing what what that debate brings.
0: And I, I hope she puts her Sailor Moon armor on
2: just in case.
1: Moon
2: right? But yeah, and then um, and then here's the thing, so um, going, going back to the episode, yeah, back so, to episode, you understand why she did it,
1: though. And yeah, then, which and then... actually, Stephen kind of made a similar point as uh, Sophia, so I feel like I feel like you can kind of empathize with Sophia, because you kind of feel the same way she does, because she basically said the same thing of, like, you know, career over everything else. I mean,
0: I'm not that cold, am I? Don't answer that. Don't answer
2: that. Um, would answer well, Would would I do that? And honestly. Then, and then you see going back to um going back to the going back to um uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll go to your therapy session later, but um going <laughs> going back to um the show because what I love is Humanities, you see anyways. the you see the humanity in Daniel as well because Bradford ready to be the protective father he is, is ready to fire Sophia from the publication. But then Daniel steps in and goes, no, all this publicity, it's going to be the, one of the best selling issues for meat publications. I understand that it's business. So you got to keep her and you got to keep the magazine. He loves yeah. her. that. He loves her that much. And he cares about her that much, but also he's able to put that aside. The fact that his heart was broken and looked, oh, look, go look, she did a smart thing. This is good business. Uh, your magazine, this magazine's gonna sell like hotcakes. So
1: that's very true. But I do love, I do love, like kind of the, like you know, I love that Betty basically tells her to her face, though. You know, she's like, "You're a fake." You know, at least everybody at Mode has the basically, you know, the balls.
2: At, at least they so are who they are. People at least they are who they are and they're not trying to, they're not pretending to be something they're not. They know that they're fake, they're-
1: And she's like, and she's like, and you're just a fake and horrible person, you know? And I quit. And uh, yeah, exactly. And then she quits and you know, and it's like good for her, you know, because Sophia was an awful person. You may, you know, yeah, I think, you know, you can at least respect the fact that she was like, I'm sorry, you know, again, you know, career over everything but she still didn't have to treat him like that at the end of the day, you know, she should have treated him like a human being and with decency. And I think that's what, you know, Betty kind of agrees with that. You know, she's like, I'm not going to work for someone who is not a decent person, you know, which is good for her. And
2: then to, to go back to what I was saying earlier about Salma Hayek, you understood where she was coming from because like, come on, how many men in the past have treated women like objects? So I think from her character's Mm. perspective, This was her idea of evening, evening the playing field.
1: Oh yeah, she says something like that to Daniel, but even Daniel says so. He's like, but none of them have ever happened on live. Right,
2: right. So you you see the you see you see where both sides are coming from, and obviously Betty took Daniel's side because despite the fact that everybody in Mode was horrible to her, even Daniel at the beginning, Daniel eventually realized that he needed Betty.
0: And at least everyone at Mode respects Betty. Yes. If they don't like her, they respect Betty. Yes,
2: even Mark yes. and Amanda come to respect her.
0: And then, Wilhelmina eventually.
1: Speaking of Amanda, I do love that we at least get some karma and some justice with Amanda kicking Sophia's ass in the elevator. <laughs>
2: Well, because oh, Amanda, good. it was such a great moment because um, you know, we we finally get to the heartbreaking conclusion in Amanda's storyline because she realizes she's never going to have Daniel, but she can still be a friend and she can still protect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, she
1: can c- still look some ass for him. Basically, and she <laughs>
2: was very protective. She was being a very good assistant. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that des- that's deserving of a raise if. if- if you ask me,
1: that that scene is always so funny to me. And, <laughs> you and, just see her; she's like, "Oh, okay, hello." She gets in the elevator. And, she just starts, starts beating her up. It's so funny.
0: And and the last scene is Betty c- c- going find try to find Daniel, and we
2: find out that you know he disappeared. He, dis- he went to JFK. He's gone. he's yes.
1: gone. Where did he go? he
2: dis- Well, I mean, you don't blame him because I mean, imagine all the scrutiny that he would write because
1: I mean, of, to be honest, I would probably dip too. I would because, probably be like, I'm out of here for I a mean, while. You, you,
2: you know, you you got reporters that are probably going to hound you every five minutes when you're outside of me asking for your response to this. I yeah.
0: Mean, especially if it wasn't as public, like, you know, the social media we have now, something about back then, it would
2: have been worse. Oh, yeah. It would have been worse under and social like if, media.
0: And if he really dipped to a different country, he would be found in like half a second. Because
2: day. at this point in 2007, MySpace was still a hot thing at the time. And Facebook was just starting. It hadn't really taken off into the Yeah, that's true. Facebook, I don't know what year Facebook officially hit the stratosphere, but it was still, like, on its way at that point. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it Mm -hmm. was, I don't know if I would say 2010 when the movie came out, but, um, Social Network, but... I would say I don't know what year I would say Facebook officially you know hit into the stratosphere. Uh, I think I want to I say don't,
1: like yeah, two thousand. It when year was like it was Opened up to people because before it used to just be for college kids. Yeah, like, I think that
0: was Yeah, It was like yeah, like it was like expanded. It, it was two thousand nine because I got my, my I deleted my Facebook. You didn't you know right. that. You know that. But my back in the, it was like two thousand nine when I first got my Facebook after I conformed with all the. Popular kids, I use in air quotes.
2: And the tragedy about Facebook now, and the reason why it's kind of hard to get on it now, is that now, sadly, it was supposed to bring us together, and now it's kind of divided us even further as a country.
1: Right, it's, that's the other thing. And, but um, it, it it really would have been different if this show would have been on around a time when we have all this social media. Yes. It would have been like, well. How is he going to go anywhere? Because
2: right. <laughs> somebody's going to tweet about it or Instagram about it or Facebook about it if they see him or run into him. Or... Hashtag Black Mirror. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> That's another good show. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so you really feel bad for Daniel and I, uh, you feel bad for Betty too because I think she beats herself up because she's like, she had an opportunity to tell him and she didn't.
2: Well, because Sophia was playing a game and Daniel wasn't playing a game. He was massively falling in love with her. And then, you know, and,
0: and Betty was playing a game. He, you know, she was doing her, living her life. And then <sighs> you feel so sorry for Daniel, but you know, yeah. but now any final thoughts since we're at the end of the episode, starting with our guest Lauren,
1: thoughts would be um again i just love this episode because i love the way that it's dealt with you know kind of like again this whole issue of like treating people with basic decency and respect you know it, it's very heartbreaking because so many of the characters in this episode don't exactly get the human like decency or respect that they you know deserve as as people Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this, this episode is kind of sad for that reason, but it, it's such good writing. And, um, I think it's, uh, really, there's a lot of, again, really brilliant acting work by a lot of the actors in this episode, like I said. Um, Octavia Spencer, really stand out for the com- great comedic moment, but also Vanessa Williams. And, um, of course, America Ferrera is Betty and the guy who plays Daniel, I forget his name.
0: Um, Eric Mayne
1: Yes,
2: yeah, yes. Yeah. Great, amazing acting in this episode. George? Um, I loved uh, exploring the humanity in this episode, similar to what Lauren was saying. And also, um, how how far is too far? Because one of the other things that this episode brilliantly pointed out is when Ignacio does make an effort to be nice to Octavia Spencer's character, <laughs> she completely misinterprets it. And begins to take it the wrong way. And
0: this is going to be a great arc. I, yes. I
2: love this arc. Yes. This so is going to be funny. a fantasy. So I, I love how this really explores... I mean, one of the things that I love about re-watching this show in 2020 is you really get to explore the humanity of these characters. Mm-hmm. And how, yes, these characters have good traits, but they also have bad traits. They are human. They are flawed. And at a time right now where... I feel like humanity is at its worst. I mean, I know we couldn't help but bring up politics today because mm-hmm. we're only like, what, 34 days from an election. Oh, so, gosh. So I know that everybody is on edge right now, and we're, we're, we're having a really hard time coming together as a nation. So to take an opportunity to just sit down and watch this show and really look at the humanity of it mm-hmm. is... It's really interesting to do that in this time.
0: And I love, like, you know, watching this show is, like, you know, you'll see, it shows hope. This, this is a show that's all about hope and, like, passion and love. And this is a great show to watch in counterculture of what we're living through right now. Like, we're in the world of Ugly Betty. And um juxtaposition, I think I used that right word, the word correctly, juxtaposition to... Of 2020 America so it's interesting and I love it and this was a great episode this was a flawless episode there was nothing bad about it and I'm excited to see where we go next and the next episode is in or out which is a really really funny episode absolutely and another solid episode yeah we're about to ramp up to the mystery woman but without further ado my name is Stephen my name is George My name is Lauren. We'll see you guys later.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.